Listen to and for the word of the Lord. Matthew 7, 1 through 12. Do not judge, or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Acts, and you will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will open to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will open. Which of you, if you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, readers. That was beautiful. Did that catch your attention? Did it? I can't see. This is to read. Now I can see. And the idea is so that uh, we, we will do, be doing some of these dramatizations or scriptural dramatizations to catch your attention so that you don't daze off or go off into daydreaming about lunch or about what you didn't get for Christmas or, not, <laughs> or about the duties you have coming this week. You, we, we are to listen to God's words, and our job as ministers is to, to encourage and to make it attractive and, and, and easy for you to receive it. Um, I have been uh, teaching. We began this year with a new series called Greater Things. What a better, you know, topic to begin with at the beginning of the year of, of, uh, to think positively, to think in, in hope, to think that things can get better. And therefore, I think that God can bring us better things in our lives. I've designed this uh, uh, series to encourage you to give you greater understanding on how God relates to us and also to allow you and encourage you and move you to discover your own true spirituality. One of the things that we have done in the American church is to confuse spirituality with information. You get it? There used to be a time that we believed that the more Bible studies people went to, the more information they got about Scripture, the better people they will become. That didn't happen. <laughs> I guess you agree. That didn't happen. 
So then the, the, the church is in, a, is in a crisis. The church is in crisis. There are congregations who are, have less and less people. There are congregations closing. We in our presbytery are working with eight or nine churches, eight or nine churches who have made the step forward in wanting, in wanting to find something greater for their own communities and their own uh, experience with God. And it's not difficult. So we move from physical things to greater spiritual things because to, to serve God, things that are spiritual uh, are more important than the physical. That's the way. That's why if you think about it, sometimes Jesus would be asked some questions and he would answer them. And when you read the answer, it doesn't make sense. How many of you have had that experience reading the Gospels? Jesus is asked a question. And when he answers it, it has nothing to do with what the person is talking about. It's because Jesus is answering the question from a different realm, from a different level, from a different space, from different perspective. That's what Jesus is doing. From the perspective of the kingdom of God, not the perspective the person is coming from. Charlie Brown has it. I am at, in a place in my life where peace is a priority. Now, of course, we see illustration peace here as leaning back in a park bench on a nice, cool fall morning, perhaps, or afternoon. But Charles Schulz, the writer of this caption, says, I make deliberate life choices. I make deliberate life choices to protect my mental emotional, and spiritual state. So last week, we began to, to uh, we celebrated Epiphany, and we discovered what Lewis and Clark and Sacawagia, I've said the name enough now that I know how to say it, Sacawagia. What did they have coming with the three wise men? What? Well, we found three things that they had in common. Both groups Lewis Clark and Sacawaya and the wise men ventured out to discover something great. One group was the Northwest Passage. The other group was the King of Kings. Secondly, we discovered that both groups failed at their initial attempt. Lewis and Clark and Sacawaya discovered there was no such thing as a Northwest Passage. And the wise people, they got to Jerusalem, and there was no King of Kings in the capital city. Actually, no one knew anything about Jesus in Jerusalem that, that Herod had to call the prophets and, 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 and the seers of his kingdom to tell him where the child was. And they went through. But you see, at this point, when both have failed, they could have turned back. They could have just grabbed their canoes and rode back the Missouri, back to St. Louis, and report there is no such thing as a passage. The wise men could have gone to, to, to back to, to Babylon or to Persia where they were at seers and, and wise people and said, we made a calculation mistake. Let's find where it was. But they didn't do that. Both groups continued to ask questions. Both groups decided not to allow failure to conquer their life, not to allow a, a, a potential failure to stop the search, the seeking of greater things. 
And both groups found greater things. I reported last week that Lewis and Clark, they eventually found the, the Columbia River and they got to the Pacific. But in the way, they discovered and they noted over 300 different species of birds and animals and plants that were never seen by, by Europeans. And the wise men. The wise men seem to have found the king of kings. And it changed their lives. Both discover greater things. Today, I would like to, to invite you into a journey of greater ways. Greater ways of life, greater ways of being, and greater ways to deal with others. In the first reading that I read uh, as we began the worship service, is from the prophet Isaiah. And when I first heard this, this verse, it, it reads as follows. Listen to the word of the Lord. Says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And many times we receive this text and, 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 and we feel little and, and, and belittled and, and we see it, we kind of interpret the text as an impossibility of ever knowing God. Well, even though that is true, it is impossible for any of us to know God fully. This is not a text of separation. It talks about the greatness of God. It talks about God's sovereignty. But it's not a text about separation between you and God. Because the prophet doesn't stop there. Listen to what the prophet continues to say. He uses a metaphor to explain what God means when God's ways and thoughts are way higher than ours. Look what the prophet says, people. Hang on to this. The rain and snow come down from the heaven and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. In the same way, my word I sent it out, and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it to. You will live, listen to this, in joy and peace. So God's ways and God's thoughts are out there, but God says, but I'm sending my word. And we know that word became flesh, and we know he lived among us. We know the living word of Jesus, being Jesus, teaches us greater ways of being, greater ways of life. Notice that Jesus emphasizes in, 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 the, in the other scripture that the group read. It sounds like a, a set of regulations, do this and don't do that, do this and don't do that. But if you look at the essence of the whole chapter, by the way, it's part of the Sermon on the Mount, that the whole essence is stop doing this. Be real and be like Christ. Stop being so self-centered. Be real and be like Christ. Stop. You, you see, because when, when we are found with our sin, I, I, what do I do when, I, when people confront me with a sin or, or with a misbehavior? No, that wasn't me. Don't we try to deny, to deflect, and blame others? How many of you do that? I blame my kids because they're not here. They can't hear me. I used to blame, I used to blame my ex-wife when I had a wife. Now I don't. <laughs> You see? But that's the tendency. It's, it's a tendency to blame others and not to stop. And as Jesus says, 
Let's look at that big O log in your eye before we even talk about the little speck in my sister's eye. It's not about the speck. It's about the heart. It's not about who has the biggest sin. It's about who has the greater love. Is it about who's, got, who's at fault for, for, for big fault? No. It's about who listens to Jesus. So we know this word became flesh. We know he lived among us. We know he's come to transform our hearts. Because listen to this. True spirituality produces good behavior. It's not the way around. I cannot fabricate spiritual behavior in the flesh. They don't match. So as I seek spiritualities, as I seek to be less Edwin and more Jesus, like last night, I was up counseling till about 4 o'clock in the morning. I didn't want to. I want to be Edwin. I want to go to bed. I got to work tomorrow morning. But they came to my door, and I just couldn't find it within myself to say, I'll see you Tuesday. Call me in the office. Ooh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my robe. Come on in. You want some tea? I can now serve tea. I have a teapot. Yeah. Keep asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open. For everyone who asks, receive. Everyone who seeks, find. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. And then he finishes that little section with verse 12. Do to others, I know it as you would like others to do unto you. Welcome others as you would like to be welcomed. Smile to others as you would like to be smiled upon. Stretch out that hand as you would like to have others stretch out their hand to you. That's what it is in behaviors. Stop in the road. Ask where that person may be going. Maybe you could give them a ride. Because sometimes I may need a ride. One day I had my, my car over in, in, the, in the garage and I was walking up and down this West Connector doing things. And I had somebody call me. Kenny called me. Are you okay, Pastor? Yeah, why? I'm seeing you walking around the street. Am I talking to myself and answering to myself? No. Okay. And I let him know, no, I, the car is, I just go to Walgreens and do other things. So, oh, okay. But that's do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Cook a baklava. I did it for the first time, and the person who ate it, who's a baklava connoisseur, you know, she was in my house, and, and people want to be very polite to the pastor in their house, right? Then I was like, oh, this is awful. So I, 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 didn't hear for, I, I didn't watch for her words. I watched for her twitching, <laughs> for her face movement. And when Judy Perkins took that baklava, she, said, she took a deep breath, and I said, is it good? She said, it is wonderful. I can do baklavas. Y pastelitos de guayaba. Those two. Do to others what you would like them do unto you. 
Do to others what God has done to you. You see, God has greater ways. God has shared greater ways in the person and teachings of Jesus. Love is better than hate. Forgive is better than resentment. Getting over ourselves is better than anger and insecurity. Greater ways to adapt to life. Greater ways to live and love in life. Greater ways to become together and come together. Greater ways to be with one another. Greater ways of faith. Greater ways of hope. Greater ways of joy. And above all, greater ways of love. God's greater ways always lead to a greater life. Amen? Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you help us to listen, that even as the pastor is blabbing, your spirit is speaking to us in spite of him. We thank you that you speak to us. We thank you that you bless us with your word, with your message, with your assurance, with your peace and hope. And we thank you that you don't keep us the way we are, but that you have expectations for us to be formed more like your Son, Jesus Christ. And for that, we thank you for those greater ways that we are to discover as we move in our faith and as we move to grow spiritually. We ask you, O oh God, at this hour for the persons that we mentioned at the beginning of the service. We keep them in mind. We keep them before your throne of grace, and we ask for your strength, for your healing, and for your peace to be in their lives and those who care for them also. We ask you for doctors and nurses who, who battle with us and argue with us and we with them. We thank you for having them. We thank you for the teachers. We thank you for schools. We thank you for administrators. We thank you for our business community. We ask you to bless them and to bring them closer and closer to you and use us in that respect, oh God. We also thank you for the people who are gathered here this particular morning, a cold, wintry morning. But yet, it is because of you that we're here this morning. Somehow, you encouraged, you motivated us, you just put it in our hearts. Let's go worship, and we thank you for moving us in this direction together. Bless us. Continue to grow Jesus in us so that others will see Jesus and will come and seek Jesus, not a lot of hope. But we thank you for him who is the living word, whom, O oh God, you sent to this earth, and he did exactly what you intended it to happen. And because Jesus, your living word, followed you, died and rose, we can live in joy and peace as the prophet promised. We thank you that he taught us to say together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For that is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.